Have you ever wondered why some people appear to be more successful than others? Evidence suggests that those of us who set goals and plan how to get there are more likely to achieve our objectives. Setting goals helps bring focus and leads to a greater sense of self-mastery and high performance. As well as motivating you professionally, goals can improve your mental health and level of personal success. Hello, and welcome to Boosting Performance. This is the podcast to listen to if you want bite-sized practical tips on how to improve your performance in the workplace. I'm Alastair Cole. And I'm Kieran Gill. We founded the Uplift Partnership to help organizations thrive by boosting their sales performance. To subscribe to this podcast, head over to our website, boostingperformancepodcast.com. In this debut series, we tackle eight of the biggest current workplace challenges. Today's topic is goal setting, an action that is fundamental to our personal and professional success and becoming the person we want to be. Okay, so Kieran, have you got a story you could tell us about goal setting? Uh, Yep, one story comes to mind um, from 2012, funnily enough, um, the year that I I left the UK to go and move to Austria, um, a decision that wasn't taken lightly. Um, But there was a few practical things that need to be done prior to to moving. And professionally, at that time, I was working for uh, Lloyd's Banking Group. And I was a, I was in frontline sales as a corporate corporate relationship manager or business development manager as it was called at the time and I had a set of targets. I handed in my resignation earlier in the year and and was fortunate enough to get my redundancy package what was going to allow me to move over to uh, Austria at the time. Um, however, after handing in my resignation um, or asking for the redundancy package, I, I suddenly got this feeling in my stomach that what happens if this move to Austria doesn't work and you know I, I need to come back what about if I need to come back to to London and, and get a job again I, and, and maybe maybe this was a, r- a rash decision so to make sure that I left in a positive light at Lloyd's I wanted to hit all my targets now I had an extensive targets Alistair I've got to tell you this that a lot of a lot of different targets, multiple lines, and what I wanted to do prior to me leaving on the thirty first of July, I wanted to make sure I had hit every single target across every sales line to make sure that the hierarchy at Lloyd's knew that hey, they've lost a hell of a person here, and that if he ever came back, we should give him a job. So that was my target. Um, it was very short term. It wasn't overly long. Um, so I'd given myself eight, eight months. Um, sure. It was high pressure. Um, uh, a lot of different things I had to do. So I had a, a lending target in there. There was other products and services that we needed to sell as a part of the, the corporate banking portfolio that I had. Um, and yeah, it was a, a, lot, of, a lot of work. Um, and I made sure I, I had a good process in place. I, I definitely had a, a goal that I wanted to achieve. I know it was a short-term goal. It was only something that was going to take me eight months, but I was able to track it. I was able to follow it. I knew what my multiple lines were. I knew uh, the mathematics behind uh, how many uh, clients I had to speak to, how many of those deals would potentially close, how many I needed in my pipeline to make sure that it was all happening. And 
yeah, I discovered a lot of things about myself in that eight month period um, that if I had done it prior to that, um, I probably would have been a lot more successful in my sales career prior to leaving London. But uh, that's hindsight for you, isn't it, mate? Quite clearly, you were pretty motivated to to hit that goal, right? The, the major motivation was to make sure that I looked amazing in front of my peers and especially the management um, I wanted to make sure that they they knew they had lost a a key player in the team, and uh, by by doing doing this um, this feat uh, by hitting every target line, what wasn't easy to do in a normal twelve month period, I definitely had something that was motivating for me to to definitely show them that hey. If I come back in six months or if I come back in 12 months, you know, because I didn't know what this move to Austria was going to be like, whether it was going to be successful or not. But I wanted to make sure that if I came back, that they would definitely remember me and say, well, hold on. This guy actually had a really good, you know, he he was decent at his job. So it sounds like it was a a natural goal. So definitely pick the right one. How... How did you break it down and ensure that you were identifying the right kind of kinds of habits? I think now looking back, if I had done a lot of this, and like I said within the story, if I had done a lot of the things that I learned prior to 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 doing this kind of um, this kind of goal. I would have been a lot more successful. So what I made sure was I, I, I kept the metrics. So I knew what I was doing across the lines. I knew what each target was, what I would do anyway. However, I broke them all down. I was systematic to make sure that the pipeline or the, the amount of leads that I had in each different target line was enough to cover the actual amount that I needed to do. So I made sure I had four to five times cover across each line. That means five times the amount that I needed because I knew I was going to lose some in just just in normal sales cycle. Um, and the habit I made sure was that I prospected every day and I made sure that I, I was on the phone with my clients. I made sure that I was talking to them and I made sure that as I was losing deals, I was topping deals up and making sure I was having more deals in the pipeline. So it, 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 the process was very systematic. Tell you the truth, it wasn't, um, yeah, it wasn't down to luck. It was down to pure sweat and hard graft. Did you share your goal with others to create a, a culture of shared accountability around this this big challenge? Oh, totally, mate. I was in everyone's face with it. You know, I was basically telling every manager I was coming past at Lloyd's. I, I wanted to make sure because as soon as I knew that I was on target and I was chasing it, um, I, and funny enough, mate, I was listening. I, was, I can remember listening to, uh, there was a track by... Um, uh, John Bon Jovi called um, Blaze of Glory. I don't know if you know it. Um, of hell of a tune. Big hell fan. of a tune. Hell of a tune. <laughs> um, and uh, I remember annoying my colleagues um, in the office, playing this tune, telling them I was going out in a blaze of glory and the rest of them were Muppets uh, because of what I did in eight months, they wouldn't be able to do in 12. Okay, and you achieved the goal, right? Yes, totally. You achieved, you achieved the goal. Absolutely. Knocked it out of the park. And, ha- and so you achieved the goal, right? Yes, did. Knocked it out of the park. Nice one. And how did, how did achieving that and, and being successful, how did that make you feel? And what did that do to your self-esteem? 
the confidence of just doing it, it was already quite a, I can remember it being a very um, difficult time because we were leaving home for myself. Uh, my wife's Austrian, so she was going home, but I was leaving home. I'd never lived abroad or anywhere. So this target meant a lot to me. It made me think of all my career in London and that I was leaving on a high, that I was leaving for myself. It wasn't to show anyone else. I know I wanted to show the management that I was good, but even for myself, I wanted to know that I could do this job and that I wasn't leaving because I couldn't do the job. There are many advantages to having clear and stated objectives. Properly thought out and clearly defined goals will give you focus and help you optimize the use of time and resources. Because it's simply not possible to do everything, setting goals will help you prioritize, be more productive, and ultimately more successful. Knowing what you're trying to achieve means you can be ruthless when making decisions. If the thing you're about to do doesn't support your ultimate goal, why are you doing it? There are multiple types of goals that you can have running at the same time. And the most effective way to structure yourself is to have goals that support each other. Firstly, you need to have long-term goals. These types of goals are your North Star. They keep you on track and guide you. These are the things that you really desire, your ultimate dream. Long-term goals can take several years, if not a lifetime, to achieve. The best way to figure out your life goals is to picture a future version of yourself and the person you want to become. An example of a long-term goal might be traveling around the world or working in a certain profession. Secondly, you need medium-term goals. These are your bread and butter goals. They need to have a time limit put on them and they can take typically anywhere between two to five years. These types of objectives will support your long-term goals. This is a great place for development aims, such as learning, health and fitness, and career and wealth aspirations. An example here would be getting your master's degree or starting your own business. The third type of goal you could have is a short-term goal. Short-term goals are not always short. They can be a month, six months, or a year. These type of goals can be broken down into weekly or monthly targets. An example here could be your sales targets or passing certain exams. And finally, you have stepping stone goals. These are your transactional targets. Think of these as action steps that will allow you to reach your short-term targets. These are the mini steps that you take every hour of every day that slowly become successful habits. These could be from what you eat and drink or how many new prospects you'll call in a day. The important thing to remember that nothing is set in stone and goals need to be revisited and assessed regularly to make sure that they're still fit for purpose. One popular goal-setting framework currently in use at IBM, Adobe, Netflix and Google is OKRs. Objectives are the things you want to achieve and key results are the numbers you must hit in order to meet those objectives. This approach differs from the ubiquitous SMART method in two main ways. OKRs are focused on outcomes rather than achievements, which makes them more effective at driving progress. They also encourage more aspirational objectives to be set. Ideally, OKRs should be used for defining and measuring success at a team level, with individual contributors being assessed on the extent to which their work contributes to the wider team goals. There are many benefits to goal setting when done correctly, but there are also many pitfalls that you need to navigate to be successful. Here are some of the most common traps that you might face. 
One, you have a weak goal. This is where you don't have a strong enough reason for wanting to achieve the target that you've set. Two, you've set yourself an unrealistic deadline that's too tight. This can put pressure on you and you might become disheartened and also avoid the goal altogether. Three, you don't have a structured plan on how to achieve the goal. This makes it more likely that you'll do actions that don't support your ultimate aim. And four, you don't have the right process in place. Often your goals will need behavior changes to be achieved. And to do the same thing as you did before is a certain way to fail. Make sure you set yourself up for success by avoiding potential trouble spots that decrease your motivation and increase the likelihood of failure. Three ways you can improve your goal setting starting today are one, set the right goals, two, link habits, and three, share accountability. One, set the right goals. Studies have shown that your goals need to be challenging enough to make a difference, but not so hard that you lose motivation or don't know how to start. When setting team goals, many managers feel they must balance between setting targets high enough to achieve impressive results and setting them low enough to keep the troops happy. But the assumption that employees are more likely to welcome lower goals simply doesn't stand up to scrutiny. Research has shown that challenging goals lead to higher performance around 90% of the time. There is also evidence that people actually perceive higher goals as easier to reach than lower ones. And even when that's not the case, more challenging goals are often viewed as more appealing. If you're resetting your goals as a result of the current pandemic and economic disruption, ask yourself three questions. A. What's important to me in the near term? Long-term planning is difficult, even under the most stable conditions, and it's particularly challenging right now because no one knows how long this economic downturn will last or the timing of the subsequent recovery. B. What can I control? Shorter-term, process-orientated goals, such as I will network with five people this week, are critical when things are in flux because you're not in control of the larger forces at play. C. What are the actions I can take right now? If you feel overwhelmed, try to take one simple step forward. Ask yourself, what's the very next thing I can do to bring myself closer to my goal? Having too many goals at one time can prevent you from being fully focused. And it's important to recalibrate your objectives for the year, given how unclear and messy things are right now. Setting challenging goals, as long as they're achievable, fosters engagement, encourages focus, and improves productivity. Two, link habits. Now that you have the right goal plan in place, it's time to build a process to achieve your goals. The most effective way to do this is by manipulating everyday actions into habits. This will help you work more effectively towards your long-term goals. Habits can be extremely useful, and we all have them. Some of them good, many of them bad. Habits are the things that we do on a regular basis and often don't need to think about consciously when we're doing them. Linking multiple habits together is often seen as a very effective way of building actions and turning them into a part of our daily routines. Let's think about boosting your energy levels. Energy is central to everything we do. This in turn will help you stay on track for your goals. Now think of a habitual thing that you do every single day and use that as an entry point to adding another habit. Maybe you use a time management method like Pomodoro. 
Listen to the Boosting Performance podcast episode on managing your time for more details on time management methods. Now add a micro habit to your time management method to help increase your energy levels. Having a one minute stretch and a glass of water every 25 minutes will help you boost your energy levels. This might feel pointless at first, but over a few short weeks, you'll start to notice that these small actions, without thinking about it, will start increasing your energy levels and impacting your productivity. Make sure you track your progress so that once these micro habits are consistently carried out, you can then start adding other micro habits to your routine that will also be beneficial. You can link multiple good habits for all of your goals. You just need to start small and look for patterns in your daily routine that you can manipulate. Goal setting is an entirely pointless exercise if you don't attempt to work towards them. And building a process that becomes a habit that supports your goal is a great way to succeed. Three, share accountability. One of the most effective ways of staying on track with goals is by sharing them with people in your support network. Those around us will generally want to see us succeed and can often provide encouragement and support which pushes us closer to achieving our goals. At the same time, people who make promises often despise the feeling of breaking them and this creates shared accountability. Social expectations are powerful and they can help you focus to achieve your goals. Dr. Gail Matthews of the Dominican University, Northern California, conducted a study in 2007 that found the best performing business professionals were those that had well-defined goals with a plan, shared these with a supportive person, and critically provided weekly updates on how things were going. These regular updates meant someone else was tracking progress and was able to hold them to account. This behavior helped the professionals in question to accomplish significantly more than others. This level of support and shared accountability can help when your goals are particularly challenging or you expect to face significant hurdles along the way. So declare your goals publicly with colleagues you trust and you'll be rewarded with a higher level of support. If you want to keep your goals more private, try telling them to a close friend or family member and provide updates on progress, including actions and achievements so others can hold you to account and help you when you need it most. Achieving success is much easier with a support network by your side, spurring you on. And creating shared accountability will focus you on avoiding failure. So to recap, there are three ways that you can do this starting today. One, set the right goals. Two, link habits. And three, share accountability. Remember, goal setting is just a start. Don't forget to track your progress and celebrate milestones. Doing this will help you boost your self-esteem, your energy levels, and keep you motivated, even when the goal is several years away. Some of you sent in comments and questions from the last episode. So let's hear them. Hi, Raj calling in here from Singapore, a real big fan of the show. And I was wondering what is a realistic time frame to set a goal against? Quite often, I find myself setting yearly targets, but never sure whether that is long enough or in fact, whether I should be looking for something shorter. Be great to hear back from you. Thanks. Hi, Raj. Thanks for your question. We all think about this. Timeframes are very important when it comes to goals. 
sometimes you can be unrealistic with your time frames and you'll miss your targets and you'll become disheartened and nobody wants that. So when you're setting yourself a goal, be realistic. Have a look and do some research on how other people have achieved that goal and how long people that are similar to you took to do that thing. So let's say you're learning a new language. Depending on your ability, what the language is, your familiarity with that language, it'll take you different amounts of time. So do some research and figure it out. Then build yourself a process. Make sure you've got that process in place and then execute the process. Start building some micro habits in there so it makes it easier for you to start hitting your goal. And don't forget to track where you are. Those milestones are really important for motivation. And also they help you stay on track and understand if you can speed things up or slow things down. So there's lots of ways to look at this, but the major thing to do is do some research and then build a process and then track your process. And hopefully you'll be super successful in your goal. Good luck, Raj. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you picked up some bite-sized practical tips for goal setting. If you like this episode, please give us a five-star rating on your podcast platform of choice so more people can find us. Our next episode is Making Better Decisions, a complex process that we undertake hundreds of times each day and often the difference between success and failure. If you've got a question about making better decisions or any feedback on this show, you can leave us a voice message by using the link in the episode description. Or you can get in touch with us via our website at boostingperformancepodcast.com, which is where you'll find all the show notes for today's tips and references. And where you can subscribe to the podcast or sign up for our weekly newsletter. Talk to you next time.